Hello and welcome to another episode of London City Chatter with me, your host, Sam Stevenson. Joining me this week to talk all things London City is someone who's been with us here at the club since day one and has recently celebrated 50 appearances for the Pride. It's Lucy Fitzgerald. Lucy, thanks so much for joining me today on the pod. No problem. This is what we like to hear. So I thought to start us off, we're going to do quick fire favourites. How confident are we feeling? Um, not very, but we move. <laughs> that's, not we, that's not what we want here. Come on. Nice, fine. I'm ready. I mean, currently, you know, Jamie Lee's rocking at a solid seven or eight, I think. And then Sinead got four. So there's, there's a spectrum here. Oh, okay. You so, know, yeah. are you already eyeing up that Sinead score thinking? Yeah, definitely. Be... Just can't get bottom. <laughs> <laughs> or Sinead. Okay, right. So 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock. Okay. Favourite food? Um, Chocolate. Favourite song? Oh, um, 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 um. Oh my days. Um, dance with my father again. Favourite player? Uh, Frank Lampard. Well, ex player. Favourite animal? Dog. Favourite TV show? Friends. Okay, Five. I beat Sinead. You beat Sinead. That's the important thing. Exactly. It was the song. I couldn't think of the song. Think of the song up. Yeah, maybe that was a bit of a cruel one from me. Because, you know... I went for a, I went for an old one, you know? Yeah, an oldie but a goodie, though. You know, I mean, if you just told me what was number one right now, then i think, hang on, she's just playing a game here, you know? She's, yeah, that's true. She's just being I should have Okay, Fitzy, so I think it's time we steered on to football. Um, good place to start. First game you remember going to. Where where, where, am I, where am I taking you with that one? Where's the mind going? This could um, be on TV as well, by the way. <coughs> you know, I'm not going to hold you to, like, in-person attendance here. No. Um, there was... I went to watch Chelsea men at Stamford Bridge when I was really young with my dad and my cousin. And then I remember going to actually the Olympics and watching Great Britain at the Olympics. And obviously I was quite young back then, but they're the first two I probably remember. What stands out about them though? Is it like, I mean, imagine the atmosphere, I know the Olympics, like, I mean, I remember going yeah. to that and that was like, even for me as a kid, I remember thinking like, this is just like, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like everyone had their little horn things and it was just, I was just so excited to be able to watch. And it was the women, so I was so excited to be able to watch the women play. And then the Chelsea game, I remember seeing, um, like, I think it was David Luiz and Eden Hazard, and we were really close. And I was so excited to see them <laughs> up close. <laughs> got, to see yeah. Dav, got to see David Luiz make one of his trademark <laughs> two-footed tackles yeah. in person. Yeah, literally. What about, um, what about playing, though? I mean, playing-wise... Where are we? Where are we talking here? Are we talking talking the schoolyard jumpers for goalposts that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, probably primary school. We used to have little plastic goals, but there only used to be. I was like the only girl that used to join in in the playground, 
and we used to play every lunchtime. And then through the years, more girls started to join, but there's only ever about three of us. But that's what I used to do every lunch, just play football with the boys. What kind of player were you as a kid? Were you kind of like, you know, nipping at the ankles, you know, sort of do or die even then? Or, you know, I imagine you kind of quite a, quite a zen figure on the pitch, you know? <laughs> uh, no, I was I just ran around like a little rat, really, and just tried to get in, <laughs> all, the boys, get in all the boys. Like, just, I was so small as well. So I just tried to get around them all and, yeah. Just run everywhere, really. You said you've got, you got a few more girls joining you, though, eventually. You're a bit of a trendsetter, then, it sounds. <laughs> yeah, it was me and my two friends, and we just joined in. And then the rest of them just didn't fancy it, but we still carried on. What about sort of going forward, sort of like outside of school, playing-wise? Where Where's that kind of journey starting for you? Uh, I joined my local team, actually, like my village team, and... I was the only girl in that team. And then I went to my first all-girls team when I was about 10, probably, or a bit older. I don't know, around that age. And then that was the first time I'd played with all-girls. And then since then, I've played with girls throughout my youth. What was it like finally getting away from having to play with play with the boys? That must have been like, oh, thank God, <laughs> like, at last. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't actually remember too much as in playing with the boys in the games but I just remember when we went to the girls it was like it was just different there was kind of a different atmosphere there it was more probably more actually professional because it was academy and things like that but yeah it was different yeah good different though good different yeah yeah what about um I guess in those ages like when you're a kid I mean I remember like what, what kind of like players were kind of standing out to you thinking like, you know, you were trying to like imitate on the pitch perhaps, or like ones like sticking in your mind. Was it David Luiz? Were you going in for the, you know, for the tackle stick, taking <laughs> out your ankles? <laughs> Definitely not David Luiz, bless him. Uh, it was probably just because back then I, I just used to love Frank Lampard because he was Chelsea and everything. So I just kind of, I just always wanted to be Frank Lampard on the pitch, whatever he did. I just used to try and do and just, yeah, it was him at the time. And probably actually, like, just the main ones in Chelsea, really, and obviously the John Terry's and that. But I was an attacking player, so it was more, yeah, Frank Lampard, more definitely. Lampard, huh? I can yeah. imagine you're, like, fitting number eight shirt, rocking onto the pitch. <laughs> yeah, literally. My number I used to be trying to copy Frank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> number eight, yeah. In terms of like playing though, I mean, when was it for you that you kind of, it kind of changed, I suppose, in that sort of sense of being from, you know, oh, I've now started playing with the girls, this is great, to being like, oh, no, this is actually something I want to kind of, I want to keep going. I don't want to just kind of like, you know, set this aside for something else. I want to keep, keep building with this. Uh, it was probably when I joined actually the Millwall RTC level. And it was really like we started to, do analysis and training was really spe- like specific and really really good so I started to think maybe I can really try and push to carry on and playing football properly and yeah it was just a whole new level really when I got to RTC level and that's when it started I think. Yeah I can imagine that must have been a real kind of like a kind of shift for you in terms of like the the, the position that football had in your life 
I imagine kind yeah. of was, was just dialed up to another level, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, because when it was, uh, I used to play for Epsfleet before, when I think we had one or two nights training a week and it was an hour on hour and a half. And then I went to RTC at Millwall and it was, I think three or two sessions of two hours every week and used, used to do analysis and yeah, everything just stepped up a whole new level. And that's when I really thought like, this is it really. Yeah, analysis as well. That must have been like, I can't imagine how someone would have been like, if they were a time like <coughs> me playing football at that age, it would probably have been like, oh, I think you need to stop actually. I think <laughs> the, the data shows that this is just not going to work out. That must have been like, yeah. Can you remember your first like analyst meeting at that age? That must have just been like so bizarre. Yeah. When I look at it now, it's probably so different to our meetings now. It was more based on kind of the basic like positions or the basic movements of the whole team, really. And it's kind of simple, but you, they started to um, like layer in different things to try and like progress us and develop us at, even at that young age, really. So not a patch on uh, on Sophie, our current analyst. Then is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of like outside of football back then, mate, I wonder how. Like this is something I speak to a lot of the players about, but the balancing act. <laughs> yeah, it was tough at at the time, but I don't think when you're young, you don't really realise how busy you are. Every like at school, I'd just be so excited to go to training in the evening. So then. If I got home and I only had an hour, say, before I had to leave, I'd just cram all my homework in then and because I knew that I had to do it. So it actually probably made me do it more than if I hadn't had football because you have a certain amount of time. I just had to fit it in then when I could. So, yeah. What kind of subjects stand out as, like, nightmare fuel for you looking back? Like, I'm thinking, imagining, like, young Fitzy coming home. What bit of homework do you think? I'm just not even going to... Come on, like, let's just get this done. Like, this is... You know, nightmare for you. I mean, yeah. you've already mocked me for my history degree off camera. I mean, <laughs> is this where you're going to tell me that history homework was was the one you hated the most? I was actually thinking history. <laughs> no. Also, also English. English just it just it took like a long time to complete because you'd have to write so many words and you'd have to think about it. I just I was so much better at maths. So I liked maths. I could just do maths quickly and get it done. Whereas English, it took a lot longer to do. So that was not my subject. I think the listeners at home should should know that when Fitzy just then mentioned English and writing words, I did generally think she was about to cry at the memory. <laughs> it's the way you said Honestly. so many words. <laughs> so many words. But maths, that surprised me because like, I mean... But I guess with maths, you know, it's it's the kind of, you know, it's just right or wrong. There's no kind of grey yeah, area exactly. like English and history. You know, it's just you've got it or you haven't got it. Yeah. A bit like football, one could say, you know. <laughs> maths, you could just, I could just kind of, my brain just understood maths more than it did English. I just, you had to really think about English and I was just more of a, <laughs> let me just work this out and get it done. But, so actually... I think we should make this clear. It's not any kind of love of maths. It's literally because it was the quickest to do and it was <laughs> there wasn't any words. So that, that no words. Maths to anything. the top of the tree. Yeah, anything with no words was definitely my cup of tea. So just touching as we just did on on 
on sort of going into that sort of academy setup. I wonder what that was that a kind of like, oh my God, is this this is just like I mean, the first day, for example, I don't know how much you remember of, of sort of starting out there, but I mean first day of school vibes, I imagine, or was it just a kind of was it a kind of no, this is it, this is where I I belong here now. This isn't a history classroom, like this is this is... <laughs> No, I remember actually the first day I went um a friend from my school's dad saw me play in the school team and he took me along to her because she played for me all the time so I went with them to a training session and I was so nervous in the whole car journey there and then when I got there we went into a meeting actually to start and I was so nervous like I can just imagine just even now I was it was horrible (laughs) that that first feeling of going in but then everyone was so nice and even during that first session the nerves just went and I just loved it so yeah once I got going it was fine ducks and water I imagine and also I guess like just kind of getting out of that kind of like like you said the sort of the feeling is in a more yeah more football-y environment yeah once I got on the pitch and was training then you kind of forgot about it like it being new and I just thought I'm playing football again and that's what I like doing so yeah I was just as soon as I got on that pitch I was so so much more comfortable and I just loved it really from the second I got there and I wonder if there are any kind of figures in and around there that kind of like stand out to you now as being ones that were like really important for you in your terms of your own like growth as a player you know ones that might have kind of just been there to kind of give you a few sort of hints and tips or ones that sort of really helped have kind of mentor you do you think at that time yeah the the first coach actually I had he was at the first session as well actually he was called Dan and Melina and he he was just so good like the first session obviously he could tell I was really nervous and he was just so positive with me and obviously I was really young and really shy but everything he just he used to just give me so much positives but then even as I developed and became like joined the academy and everything he'd always be positive but he'd always find ways to give me things to develop at the same time but in a way that was constructive so he was just honestly at that young age I was so nervous and I was quite introvert so I just I just think he really really helped me just to be confident in myself and just he was so good for me at the time and then obviously going forward I suppose as you sort of moving up through the academy (laughs) system and sort of going up and up and up and up was there ever a sense for you at that age that yeah this is starting to get more serious or was it like you said you're a kid and you're just sort of like you're just running around, just kind of <clears throat> caught up in this whole like, you know, experience and not really, not really having to stop and think about things. Or was it, were there times where you kind of caught yourself thinking, oh, wow, like you sort of, you see how far you've come already, you know? Yeah, no, I think most of the time I didn't really think about it. I just thought it was playing football and I just love playing football. So anytime I could train, anytime I could do anything, I just enjoyed the training and the playing but I think probably when we won the uh no we got to the final of the I think it was the under 16s FA Cup uh and it was at St George's Park and I think all of us in that squad kind of realized then like wow like we're at St George's Park and we were so excited and I think then that was probably the first moment where I thought like this how far I've come but yeah I think the majority I just went day by day playing football and I just loved it every moment really that final though I mean I'm sort of <laughs> to ask because you didn't meant you didn't say 
when you answer the question whether or not you did win or not, but I feel like I have to no. ask how the final went. I went to say win, and then I realised we didn't win. So <laughs> I couldn't say win. We got to penalties, and we lost on penalties, but it was a good experience. So that was, it was still good. It was like, yeah, we were so excited at that like young age we was the, like the best day ever I like it was actually I had it straight after my um GCSE I had the GCSE on the Friday and I had to travel up the same day and I was just so excited during that GCSE I just didn't concentrate what, <laughs> I was just... what exam were you taking that day do you remember <laughs> it was PE PE <laughs> yeah so luckily preparation really though you know yeah I didn't really have to think like too much it wasn't English <laughs> but yeah it was fine were you, just, like, good. were you just in that exam hall thinking like right where am I going to put this penalty if it goes to like pens I'm sure <laughs> bottom left we're going bottom right you know, I think it's going to be bottom right yeah I was just not concentrating but it turned out okay I passed so it was fine <laughs> <laughs> Right, Fitzy, we're gonna be we're gonna be jumping a bit because you know you've served your time in the academy you know you've sort of gone step by step you've done the GCSEs there in the bin you know we don't have to talk about history or English anymore today no. you know they're gone let's talk about <laughs> London City though um the first game London Bees an assist that's, a, that's certainly the, the best way to start things I reckon yeah that was a really good day actually we all like the whole squad was so excited to play the first game. I remember it being really sunny, really nice day. And then yeah, we won the game 2 0. So that was a really good day, actually. What was it kind of like for you though in that first game? Obviously, kind of you mentioned, yeah, that the kind of the, the excitement around it. And I guess for all of you, really, it must have been a quite a sort of, you know, quite a surreal experience but also one I imagine you've been sort of waiting for for a bit of time and you kind of like right we can start you know showing what <clears throat> I guess yeah I think we just thought this is our opportunity to show everyone what team we were obviously no one really knew like what kind of team we were going to be what players we had so I think that first day we just wanted to show that we were a good team and we wanted to just put our name out really and I think it it went well because we won the game really, and it was good. Well, there you go. I wonder <laughs> though, obviously kind of this bit more of a broader question, you know, taking your a whole time at London City as a whole, I wonder how you sort of see your own, your own development at the club, I suppose, both, both on and off the pitch, I guess. I think I've developed a lot, uh, both on and off the pitch since I've been at London City, I think. I was always quite nervous or like not as confident when I first joined. Obviously I was younger, I think I was 18, 17. So obviously I was nervous and it was one of my first few years in senior football. And I think through, through years, I think I've become more confident in myself. Um, and I think off the pitch, I have also become maybe a bit more, I have a bit more belief in myself. And I think, yeah. I've just slowly developed through the years I've been here. I think it's been both on and off the pitch, definitely. I wonder, like, I wonder who would um 
who at London City comes to mind as being a sort of figure, you know, be it like player or management staff who kind of, you know, who you sort of look, will look back on you thinking so, so oh, actually, yeah, that's someone who really kind of helped, you know, my own growth as a player. Uh, I think I've mentioned it, but I think Harley, our captain at the moment, since she joined, I think she's had a massive impact uh, on the team, but also on me. I think her leadership's just been really good. And I think having that senior player and that senior uh, that figure who you can go to and ask questions and just learn from, I think it's really helped me because I was so young when I first started playing senior football to have that like a uh, figure in the team really did help me. And I think she was such a good player to help young players. She really takes time to try and help develop everyone around her. And I think that really showed through that, the development of all of our younger players really. And obviously I think since Mel, Mel's come in, I think the team's really developed as a whole and she's helped me develop as a player as well. So on and off the pitch. So I think both really have helped the club really drive forward. I wonder how, in terms of, yeah, we mentioned you as a player, but I guess obviously for you, the kind of the switch from sort of being, I guess, a bit more attacking when you started out to kind of transitioning more into sort of more defensive role. I wonder how, how you found that, I suppose. Yeah, throughout my childhood, really, I've always been quite an attacking player uh, but obviously I've always been quite versatile I think as well like I've, I've been put in different positions like throughout my childhood or as I was growing up so I think moving a bit more defensive has been challenging at points obviously because it's different you face different uh, like challenges in the games and in training but I think it's been really good just to help me develop my overall game as well because playing in different positions help you to see like the pictures and help you see things differently and how others see it so I think actually it's really helped me develop overall as a as a player so I think it's been quite good yeah touching more on this season though now I was wondering if there's anything that feels feels different about this season to other seasons do you think uh, I think obviously uh, we've had quite a few a few new players in this season and the the last seasons have have been really good I've always really enjoyed like my team and the, my time at London City. But I think this year, especially, I think the togetherness of the team is really has really grown and I think it's really strong. And I think um, that's obviously helped having been allowed, obviously, back in and having team meetings in person, having full training sessions together and everything. But I think, yeah, the togetherness has been really, really strong this year. I suppose you mentioned that togetherness. I guess that's... I guess for you, it must have been a bit of a strange one. Obviously, this sort of big influx of players and suddenly, you know, you must have felt like one of the kind of, you know, one of the senior heads, you know, that must have, you know, you're sort of looking around going, hang on, you know, am I now, you know, you're, you're a veteran now, Fitzy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, when <laughs> when they came in, I was a few of us did say, like, there's only a few of us left here, but it was good because actually new people bringing in, bring new experiences and brings new, like, uh, pos like positivity and I think actually it helps the environment bringing in new players because it helps kind of refresh it bring in new perspectives and I think yeah that's why togetherness is so good because we've all come together we've all kind of created these new friendships and yeah I think it's just been really good and I'd be amiss not to mention the recent achievement <laughs> 50 appearances congratulations <laughs> thank you how how did it feel stepping onto that pitch? I mean, it was, it was a substitute appearance, but I guess for you, that that still must have just been 
you know, looking back a few weeks later now, it's so surreal. Yeah, like when I think about it, actually, I kind of forget or don't realise how how many games 50 is, especially obviously in, in our women's in our women's league, because we only have 20 teams, I think it is roughly, or 20 games, sorry, in each season in our league. So I think it's actually, yeah, I think when I look back, I do think that is like uh, some achievement for for my age. And I think I just I just want to keep playing, really. <laughs> Any minutes I can get on the pitch, I just I just love and I just want to take, I just want to carry on. And I spoke about this with you when we chatted for your 50th appearance article, but Obviously, you and Harley in that 50th club. You guys been out yet for, for you know for drinks? Maybe you know this sort of this sort uh, of club. You know, yeah. Is that you mentioned? We're going to have a group chat, but then we realised it would only be a chat because there's no group <laughs> yet. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm I'm sure it will. The the club will grow soon. I think there's there'll be a few players hopefully that will come and join the club sooner. So yeah, me and Harley are enjoying the club right now but hopefully there'll be more to come <laughs> that's what I like to hear <laughs> and what about goals going forward though for you I suppose both on and off the pitch I guess uh well in I think as a team or like and me personally in the short term I think I just want to do as finish as well as I can this season play as well as I can and as a team I think that's the same we just want to finish as high up as we can and then I think I just always look at uh, me as a player and as a person, I just want to develop every single day. Like I just want to keep pushing myself, keep trying to grow in different areas. And I think if I do that, then hopefully then success will come in different ways. And I think, yeah, that's just what I've got to do every single day, just try and push myself, try and improve. And if that's happening, then hopefully I'll be happy and enjoy my football. Okay, Fitzy, it's time to park football because I've just looked out my window and there's a plane about to take off to take oh, you lovely. away on the dream weekend away. Dream weekend away time. <laughs> Exciting. Exciting. At long last. That plane's taken off. Where are you going? Um, I think Greece. A Greek island. I love the Greek islands. Greek island? Any Greek island specifically yeah. or are you going to tell the pilot... Pick any of them. Go, go. Uh, yeah, pick any. Um, I've been to Thassos quite a lot with my family and the people there are just so nice. And the weather, yeah, probably Thassos, actually. Thassos, huh? Nice. Yeah. Who's um who's joining you on this Dream Weekend Away? Are you being nice and bringing your family or actually <laughs> they're just going to be sidelined? They're still at the airport. <laughs> who's, uh, or who, who's coming with you, mate? You know what? I was thinking about my sister, but... I would bring her, but I'd also bring Adele, I think. Because <laughs> she is she would be so funny. Like she's actually so funny. So I think I'd just bring Adele for the pants, really. I really hope your sister isn't gonna listen to this because that <laughs> I think it was the butt that made it because I think I mean I even I genuinely thought for a second, oh, this is gonna be such a really beautiful moment, you know, everyone who just just picks celebrities, but Fitzy's gone for a, for a family member. That's so touching. No, actually, no, no, sorry, no. no, no, Adele. It's Adele. I think she'd understand, you know, if I bought Adele instead. 
I think she'd respect my decision. <laughs> I think she has to. I mean, if she wants to get in, yeah. she can maybe come on the next Dream Weekend away, you know? Yeah. For, for now. Not this one. It's Adele. Um, yeah. What's on the menu for dinner when you and Adele go out to eat on that Saturday night? Um, for me, probably steak and chips or fish and chips. Typical English, I think, like just a... Yeah, I was like gonna say, not really sampling the local culture there, really kind of bringing a bit <laughs> no. of... Bring a bit of the homeland with you. Yeah, I'm definitely an English food lover. <laughs> and Adele will just have to lump it. I mean, if she wants to sample yeah. the local cuisine, that's her problem, you know. But yeah, exactly. Adele strikes me as someone who loves steak and chips and fish and chips, though. Yeah, she's like typical London, I think. I think she'd like the old English grub. I think she'd appreciate you bringing a bit of English pub food to the Greek island. Yeah, so do I, actually. And... I mean, entertainment, it feels kind of silly of me to ask what the entertainment exactly. would be. This was my other thing. If I brought Adele, then she could be the entertainment in the evening. Just have a nice little concert for myself. And then in the no nice sunset. No one else Lovely. in the restaurant, huh? Are you asking everyone else to leave? <laughs> just, just get out? Like, yeah. Sorry, guys. I've got this place booked until about 11. So I, did, I actually forgot about the other people on the island, but <laughs> so hang on. Yeah, yeah okay i should have maybe clarified are we getting would you like the whole island to yourself this is the dream weekend away fits exactly the whole island can be yours if you'd like this it is to. it I'd, I'd i'd hire out the whole island just me and adele singing there we go <laughs> <laughs> this whole island so you're sort of and because it's the dream weekend away we prepared it so you'll arrive at the island and waiting for you will be your plates of steak fish and chips exactly adorning the island and then Adele's going away what um what tunes are you requesting from Adele what like classics are we going to classic, oh, the, classic numbers yeah like the typical ones like someone like me all those I quite like her new one actually but yeah no I think with that the old style ones yeah what someone if, like yeah for classics what if Adele was like like you know when you go to gigs and they're like i'm gonna play you guys some new stuff will you be like nah not interested sorry adele like i just want you've done ski do someone like me again please come on that's what i've asked for. <laughs> yeah that is true like, if i've heard it and i know it then it's fine but yeah if it's a new one then i think i'd have to say wait a minute go back to your old ones now <laughs> You're not the only player who's, who's, you know, press ganged Adele into joining. Obviously, Sinead also picked Adele. Oh, wow. Are you guys going to have to, like, come to some sort of arrangement of, of who gets Adele? Is it going to be, like, a kind of, like, Adele share? Like, you get her on, like, this weekend, but then, like, weekdays, maybe Sinead can have Adele? Like, how's this going to work out? Yeah. I think we'd either have to share her or we'd just have to let Adele pick who she'd, who she'd want to come with. I think, personally... I'd, I should pick me, obviously, but yeah, you know, we'd have to see. That's, that's obviously a non, a non. Issue. Yeah, I mean, I mean she, why would she pick Sinead when she only got four in there? <laughs> she definitely picked someone who got five. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the trump card, Fitz. That's the trump card. Exactly. It's like exactly. actually, Dell. Before you go, maybe ask her how many she got on quick five. Yeah, minutes. and then you know wow. who should pick. I mean, just quickly though. I mean. I did ask Sinead this, but the vibe, mate, I don't know. I feel like would Adele not maybe, would you not leave the dream weekend away? Maybe perhaps a bit more tearful 
than you arrived i mean is that <laughs> I, I mean that's maybe just me potentially i don't know no that is a good point but i think maybe i would have got out all my tears i would have let all the emotion go listening to adele then i come back refreshed you know right so it's some sort of purge basically <laughs> so exactly basically just using adele as some some form of like healing that's exactly yeah. it i mean there we go and you've got the island to yourself so it doesn't matter you know you just, exactly just go for it mate <laughs> <laughs> Fitzy, it's it's sad for me to say, but unfortunately, our time today is coming to an end. It's coming to an end. I mean, Adele is waiting to serenade you, you know. So before we go, though, I was just wondering what what's the one thing that you wish young Fitzy knew before you entered the world of football? Hmm. I think. I should have known that I'd have to push myself every single day to try and be as successful as I can. I'd always have to wake up every willing to improve. And probably also, actually, <laughs> that in the winter, I'd be freezing in training <laughs> because it is freezing when we train in the winter. <laughs> that was spoken with real, like, kind of trauma behind the eyes there when you said that. <laughs> uh, my legs go purple. <laughs> I'm that cold. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you know, maybe that's what you should have told young Fitz, you know, you pick a summer sport, you know, cricket or yeah. I don't know. Tennis. <laughs> tennis, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Fitz, it's been great having you on, on the pod. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. And thank you at home for listening. If you want more London City in your life, Click the links in the description to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you want to support the Lionesses in person, head over to our website to get your tickets now. <laughs>